do 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 no, keep that going. I don't feel like we were in the same key. Probably weren't. Or style. Seventies <laughs> rock. I was doing more of like a jazz odyssey. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> It's kind of a rock odyssey. A, ro- a, a rock odyssey. A rock odyssey. A rodyssey. Whoa. <laughs> We've got to be careful with that one. Did we just stumble one. upon a I, new genre? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I was exploring this creek, and I found this weird little animal thing that I had never seen before, and I was like, I think I just found a new species. <laughs> like, <laughs> a neighborhood creek. <laughs> a new species. You said that? Who said that? I thought I, I, thought I discovered a new species Recently? of animal. No, it was when I was like, yeah, yes, recently just yeah, happened. It was like last week. Uh, when I was a kid, <clears throat> I someone someone had like a sugarcane farm in Louisiana, okay. and so they let me like cut off a like a piece of sugarcane. Yeah, and so it's kind of if you've ever seen it, basically it looks like kind of it looks like a stick of celery almost if, when you strip it down, and uh, but it's but sugarcane anyway. I I was like, I'm gonna make up. I'm gonna make a new food. And so I, I, I took it and I, I poured butter in the middle of it Mm. and then I put it in the fridge and my parents were like, what is this? And I was just like, don't touch it. (laughs) I'm making a new food. (laughs) What did you call it? Sugar butter. (laughs) Sweet butter. (laughs) Butter stick. Butter stick. That's already taken. Already have that. I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know anybody that thought to put butter with sugar before. (laughs) I mean, all you're missing is flour and you have a cookie. Exactly. You have a biscuit. (laughs) It's like the basis of all American food. (laughs) Sugar, then butter. (laughs) But not like this. Not like this. Not not refrigerated. Not raw. (laughs) Raw sugar. That's the healthy. (laughs) It's in its healthiest form. (laughs) <laughs> it's right it's, off the plant yeah yeah guys this one's organic how does how does sugar cane work though like can you like it, eat it, it or like you could it, i man i'm trying to remember i just imagine sugar cane kind of looks like bamboo that's yeah, yeah that's right that's, that's okay, right that's, that's what it looks like yeah. yeah so it's kind of like uh yeah i mean it's just like if you like peeled off the exterior of bamboo and it was in a as a <laughs> A sugar stick, sugar stick. I remember it had kind of a curve, like a it had like an like a, a divot in the middle, mm-hmm. and so like That's the butter, for the butter, the, it was <laughs> so like the celery. Goes. I man, I mean, I'm I'm remember this happened when I was, I want to say seven. So we're we're looking. It's thirty. So you should remember the details. It's thirty four years ago, <laughs> and supposedly like memories. I think I heard someone say that like. You're not remembering it correctly. Yeah, like yeah. they're pretty significant. Details. Someone who does know about sugarcane right now is, is like, like, "Oh my gosh, Adam, <laughs> they, they're you're like, not yeah, even. it looks exactly like bamboo." Okay, oh, Adam, Adam, All right. or Gary's got it. I'm looking up. it up right now. Yeah, I okay. Could walk through a sugarcane field. <clears throat> that would be sweet. <laughs> I get. <laughs> Listen, Gary, leave the leave the joke to the the professionals. Well, I'm looking at pictures of it. It just it looks like a bamboo field almost. Yeah. Okay. This is the this is what I have in my head. 
All right. So maybe I was onto something. <laughs> maybe something. <laughs> I do like the idea that if only you'd been born oh, a couple man. hundred years before, maybe you would have been the pioneer of sugar butter. How did we could <laughs> guys listen? I know we all like sugar. Yeah. We're also big fans of butter. Love it. But have you thought about this <laughs> together? I mean, is it is it better than honey butter? That would have been my that would have been my next discovery. <laughs> that that's your biggest competition was the bee. <laughs> <laughs> after I after I uh made uh billions off my sugar butter, right. I would have been like, what else is out there? Honey butter. Honey butter. <laughs> <laughs> what else is sweet we can put Then on? I'm like, apple butter. Guess I would have dominated the whole butter. Yeah, you would have been He's a butter mogul. Um I've been saving this. I have yeah. big news. Oh my gosh. Seriously. Is it that I've got a, a proper microphone? <laughs> it is a big <laughs> and day. People can it is say, a big oh, day. We got Gary on a proper let's, mic. Uh, let's talk about the different mics that we put on Gary. First, there was no mic. No mic, just shouting. No it was just shouting. Just camera. Camera oh, audio <clears throat> with, with the camera mics pointed in the opposite direction. Right. That was number one. Which we're baffled why that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so I was just there. I wasn't, you know, there to yeah. contribute. That's true. We weren't expecting a lot from Gary. We were just, a, we were, in fact, we just asked if you would just help us one time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't even know if I, I don't even know if I asked as much as I was just like, hey, Chris and I are going to do this thing. <laughs> and then I just kind of stopped talking to see if you offered to help. So there was just the camera mics. And then we went to a, uh, like a, like an onset road like shotgun mic, which you would use if you were interviewing someone, just kind of g- generally in pointed in his direction. General vicinity of Gary. Right? Is that right, Gary? I mean, it was pointed at me, but All right. there, it's good for an interview when there's one person talking, not... Picked up inter- a lot of audio from <laughs> a lot of other people. Picked up a lot of audio from us. And then we went to the lapel, oh. like a pastor. That yep. was the last couple of episodes where Gary sounds like he's well, doing a TED talk. Well, those probably even sound different because the first one was on auto, and then the next one I changed it to manual. Whatever that means. Yeah. So, too technical. Too technical. And that kind of thing. That's for our production listeners. And now we find... And here's the thing. We didn't buy a new mic. This mic has been available. <laughs> this one's just been sitting <laughs> been around sitting collecting the whole time. dust. And it's better than these two mics. It's actually better. So yeah, I don't know why, mic. where the missing link was there in yeah. that idea. But so, Gary, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you. Yeah. So nice to have you. Still can't see him. I, no. <laughs> somebody, kind of back in the he dark. does have a job to do. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's not be ridiculous. Yeah, I've got to make sure the red dots are on on yeah. each yeah. camera. I mean, I can see them, but, so. you know. <laughs> yeah, I have big news. I want to hear this. Oh. Are you excited, Gear? You're legitimate. You waited to tell us. I legitimately, the hardest thing about this podcast is whenever something happens in my life, I was telling you guys this morning, I typically immediately text, this is what's happening. Yeah. Or I at least tell you because we always hang out on Mondays. And, uh, or I will call. <laughs> Sometimes I yeah. call. Yeah. I was like, I have to tell you what happened. Totally. So this is so exciting and important that not just Chris and I should be the ones to know, but everybody listening yeah. also. As, as a friend, I'm honored to know. that you would do it this way. I don't know. 
I don't know if anybody else is going to care, but it does have to do with my career. Okay. So, okay. and this this podcast is about you know where we're heading in our career. Sure. Yep. And um, but I it's hard like to like when something happens, I want to call or text you guys, but this but but sometimes I try to hold it back. Yeah. So that I can tell you on the podcast so that there's a fresh. Okay. Get fresh reaction. I just wasn't sure if this is actually something you've already said and you're just pretending like you held it back. So if I have to pretend like I'm well, surprised. Well, now everybody knows we do that sometimes. Oh, well. <laughs> well, this, I think, I think Chris, are... you go into Pastor Bobby. Do what? Mode. Receive this as if you're Pastor Bobby. Adam, oh my gosh. share. Well, this is like a real friend thing. I just want to hear this. This is a friend thing. And you know who's going to be most excited? You're both gonna be excited. Oh my god! Personally, but is it Abby or? But <laughs> Gary's gonna Gary's gonna be excited. Okay. Yeah, but you're gonna be excited too. But Gary's gonna be a little bit more a little excited. bit more excited. Okay. Yeah. Did you All get right. a plane? All right. Are you ready? Hit hit us with it. I bought a second car. Whoa. Oh my Whoa. god! Yes. Yeah. Where is it? It's not here. It's in Florida. Okay. But we bought it last night um dude and so i go pick it up i gotta go out of town this weekend so I'm, i'll pick i'm gonna go pick it up next saturday um in florida it's in orlando so i gotta fly out there and i gotta drive it back gotcha and you gotta we, drive the thing all the way back i do awesome actually yeah i know you would like you would like this i like thing. that yeah i would and send I, chris then just chris yeah send me I'll all right go, I'll well go that it. is one good you can come with me there we go um would you guys like to take i'll give you a, i'll give you two guesses each on what kind of car it on is. what kind of car it is yeah do we need do we need two? It's a fiat. Okay, so Gary got it on guess number one. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say you really like fiat. I do. So. We I have a fiat XA. Uh wait, no, a, a fiat five hundred X. Fiat five hundred X. Yes. That's what the new one is. And what that's, is this that's a what larger? I have right now. Okay. Yeah. So is this what's a larger car? A larger fiat that looks almost like a normal car? size would you like would you like, i guess it'd be kind of hard to guess you don't I know, don't all the know the fiat fiat yeah models. i don't know any yeah it's the exact same car oh my. <laughs> <laughs> the exact same one <laughs> so this car i'm not got surprised such but... a great deal on it in florida yeah it was seriously it was a good still deal. cheaper to fly to florida yeah and drive oh, back dude, yeah it's for real like 55 dollars to fly to orlando like $55? Yeah, it was a flight for $55 one way. And your oh. gas is going to be like yeah, I guess 400 be bucks. Like bucks. Or I guess in that car, it's probably only going to be $55 to drive. <laughs> no, it'd back. probably be like, maybe it'd be like 200 bucks, I bet. Amazing. Um, 17 hours. 200 bucks, seven, you doing it in one day? Yeah, I'm just gonna, yeah we're just going to get up about 5 a.m. and drive it, drive it straight back. So flying the night before, get it. And when is this? When are you doing this? Next Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Got yourself a car. Yeah. But it's, so it, Dai has like been looking at these cars and she's seen this car for a while. Got bought it on eBay. And she's seen it for a long time and she had like a notification on it and they dropped it down $2,000. Like it's below like trade in value. Yeah. And so. How many floods has it been in? Seven. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have an engine. I don't know if that <laughs> okay. matters, but you know we'll get one. We'll get <laughs> we'll one. Figure it out. Yeah, we got to pull it with our current Fiat, and then we, yeah, it's got a great, great bones. Great, <laughs> the exterior it is in phenomenal it's shape. Yeah, yeah, well, that's awesome. So is it the same color? 
It's white. So okay, the so they one will, we have we is will silver. Be able to tell. Is this going to be yours or dies? It's going to be dies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a year older, but it has less miles on it, and yeah, it'll just be. I don't know. What Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Well, really what, what kind of was, I mean, the, as far as like the career, what really was doing is I was having to rent so many cars yeah. and we were just like, it would be so much more convenient and cheaper if we had, uh, why are you, why are you? I'm laughing because you said you were holding this information from us. Yes. So that you could share on the podcast, but you just bought this last night. Yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> so you had well, to wait a whole eight hours. Well, we oh, were like, man. it takes us like an hour to set up. So we were talking yeah. and I just, I was just like, <laughs> I want to tell them. Because Gary, I, I so just funny. ended this, this episode, but Gary, you were saying on the podcast, you're like, you know what I want for you, Adam, in 2023? That's right. I want you to get another Mission car. accomplished. That was yeah. a prophetic word. Look yeah. That. Chris? What did you? I forget Where are you what you at. What did you speak? Your over anniversary me? is was it? Has it already oh, happened? Yeah. And what oh, did my you do? Word. <laughs> what did you guys do? Go to Chick Fil A. Okay, hold on, hold on, with, hold on. And your I'll daughter you let, brought you some guess, sandwiches let, hold out. On. Let me catch everybody up to speed. <laughs> Chris Munch and his wife have been married. This is your twentieth anniversary. Twentieth anniversary. And historically. Chris is... Chris, don't tell me today is your anniversary. <laughs> it's not today. Chris is not known for doing anything significant for his anniversary. Sure. No, it, no, no, that's not true. Okay. He's not known for celebrating within six months before or after. Yeah, okay. Any significant date. That's true. And the big joke that we always make is one time for his anniversary, he, was, he took his wife to lunch and he took her to Chipotle. That was your anniversary. Right? Did we do that? That's what you told me. Another example true. is my my daughter and Chris's daughter are friends, and Jenny got an invite to Hazel's birthday party. I was like, oh, that's exciting. But Hazel's birthday was like six months ago. That's <laughs> two months ago. Two, it was in October, and they sell, they yeah. had a party in December. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> that's just, we're, we're a little late. <laughs> There's yeah. not a lot going on in December, so let's just yeah, like, why don't we just wait to do this around the Christmas? Chris Munch's tombstone, better late than never. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're gonna name the podcast episode. Uh, so what did you when was your anniversary? So my anniversary was on the seventeenth, so it was Tuesday. So it was of this week. So it was three days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What happened? <laughs> we went out to a very nice dinner. Okay. Actually the most expensive dinner I've ever been a part of. Really? What restaurant? Uh, Fleming's. Nice. Okay. All right. Uh, and then, and then we saw Avatar. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. I'm mildly impressed. Hey, really? I okay. am. You did do something. I mean, you had to we clear did. the evening to go to. Yeah, it you went to a, dinner and saw a three-hour. That's a long. We did an early dinner, so like we ate at five. Okay. And then I think the movie was at seven or something. Did like. you go and see like the 3D experience or? The times didn't work out. Uh-huh. Okay. Did you go to the little we did movie the, theater? No, over by we, we did it. We went to the Warren. Okay. That's a nice theater. Yeah. And did the, the biggest room, the, the, okay. the 21 and over oh, balcony. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. All right. No expenses spared. No expenses spared. I mean, that's several so is hundreds. That, is that the extent of your 20th anniversary is, is you're like, we're good? When you went to bed, no, were you like, we're done? I So the, what I, I want to go on a trip. Yes. And, but <laughs> 
we're also saving up money for a house. Okay. And so I feel like I can't, mm-hmm. I don't want to spend a bunch of money until I, like we figure out where our next house is going to be. You know, I don't, I don't agree with it, <laughs> but it's I, admirable. It's an admirable quality. <laughs> It's like, okay, we'll do a, a fun date, but we would love to do like a... Adam just somewhere. says, why not both? I, well, you, you know. know. At the, yeah. I'm, I'm like, why not go eat and see a movie and, on the trip? Right. <laughs> and that's fair. Fair. It's a fair assessment. Fair. And, I, and I would make an argument. Some of your, some of the best memories you've ever had yeah. were on a trip. Yeah. But hey, you're going to be talking about that movie Avatar for the rest of your life. <laughs> I really wanted to go to New York and yeah. see Mike Birbiglia's show yeah. before it closed. Yeah, did that. You did that. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't. So, I didn't do that. Wait, the one he's doing right now? Yeah, and but I just I, finished right like yeah, last I saw week. it in LA, but yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, you saw you saw it too. We, you and I went to Denver and saw it. Oh, it was the same thing. Yeah, I just, the man in the when pool? he was in Denver, he didn't have all the, the set and it wasn't complete. The set finished. looks amazing. Okay. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. So, big day. I bought a car. You got a car. So I don't have to rent cars anymore to travel. You saw Avatar. I saw Avatar. Did you like it? I did. Oh, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was great. All right, that's good. You didn't like it? No, I haven't seen it, oh. um, but I did not enjoy the first one. Oh. So. Okay. Your yeah. soul is black. I get it. I oh. guess so. Yeah, I don't care about the world. Yeah. All right, welcome to, the, welcome to the welcome podcast. To the podcast. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Hey, what are we talking about today? Uh, well, I thought we could talk about something we have talked about, you know, off camera a lot. Yes. Uh, and have wanted to, to share. Uh, but I want to hear from you. I want to talk about how to, how you structure your jokes, write jokes, That's that kind fun. of thing. I mean, I think a lot of people go, hey, I'm, you know, I'm a pretty funny person with my friends, um, you know, but but then getting on a stage and like being funny on a stage yeah. is like a totally different thing. I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. And then maybe they've tried. Yep. And and it's pretty challenging. Um, so I would love to to hear about kind of how you write jokes and all that kind of stuff. That's fun. So a lot of people, uh a lot of people know this, but just to catch everybody get everybody on the same page. Um, same foundation. Yes. If you want to become a comedian, yeah, uh, as a hobbyist, which is a great thing. Yeah. It's a fun. Be a very fun hobby. Yeah. A lot of my friends do it as a hobby. Yeah. Um. Or if you wanted to be professional, or if you wanted to, um, maybe do it, you know, kind of part time. Um. Your 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 starting point is open mics. Mm. So I think a lot of people know that, but just so everybody knows, an open mic. Open mic is nothing more than. You know, basically, you know, someone setting up something at a bar or a coffee shop and you go and you sign up. Uh, a lot of open mics are only comedy driven. And so it's, it's, you know, they're going to give you, you get five minutes up mm-hmm. on the mic to do your stuff in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're called a mixed mic, which is you could do spoken word or poetry mm-hmm. or music. So, uh, so that's where, so obviously, First place you're going to go to do it in front of an audience is you're going to go to an open mic. So you got to write jokes yeah. and you're going to write, you know, five minutes of jokes or whatever. So that's kind of, that's where you start. That's where I, well, that's where I started working on my career. What does that look like? Do you just get up there and come up with stuff off the top of your head 
Um, do you um, plan out every word? Are you is everything memorized? Yeah. Are you just re, you know? Are you regurgitating a monologue that you've written beforehand? When I started, I wrote everything out. Mm. So I would just I just would think of for me uh, all so much. For me, so much of my comedy comes from personal stories versus like uh, observational humor. Sure. So I just thought of like, these are the stories that I have found myself in my life telling people a lot. If you're my friend, you've heard about the time I went to jail or you heard about the time that, uh, actually I can't think of anything else, the other time I went to jail or, you know, stories like that. So I just thought, what are, what are some funny stories that I could tell? So I... I wrote them out. Yeah. And I remember the first, oh man, I, I said I remember, but I remember the one of the first ones. Uh, one of the first stories I ever told is about this time that I um, kind of semi-broke into my friend's house so that I could stay the night there. Yeah. And then uh, realized that like, it was, the house was not empty. There were people there, yeah. though I thought that there was, that it was empty. So I wrote it all out. And I, dude, I, Pretty much memorized every word. Did it in a Google Doc. I remember the mic was at like seven o'clock or seven thirty, and as soon as work was over at five, mm. I just sat in my office and like was memorizing what I had written. Mm. And so it was like multi-hour thing. Mm. And so I think one one thing about an open mic, you only get about five minutes on stage, but it's about three hours of your time mm -hmm. because you get a lot of mics. You it's like first come first serve, so you got to sign up. So you're, you know, you get there an hour before, 30 minutes before, and you're signing up and you're sitting there, then you're waiting on them to call your name. And then if you are professional, you stay mm. at, as long as you should. Mm. A lot of people, they just come in and then they jet as soon as they're done. Mm -hmm. There's an argument that could be made that like, well, I got to go to the other mic. Uh, Tulsa doesn't have that many mics, so you really should stay for everybody. Because if there's no crowd, it sucks for everybody else. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So I just it's kind of like a decision. All the comics together are going like, "Hey, we're going to all listen to each other's sets." Yeah, to give them an audience as much as we can. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you you do have to leave or whatever or it gets relayed. So yeah, so I so yeah, so I did that, mm -hmm. and then the next week I did it again with another story, mm -hmm. and I did that for a while. Mm -hmm. Like I for a while I I could only go to one mic a week, and I wasn't doing it professionally or thought that I was going to be a professional. Comedian. Right. Yeah. So, um, and I'll be honest at the beginning, I feel like, or I, or I thought I was killing, but after a while of doing that, I started to realize, oh, I don't think this stuff is as funny as I think it is. Mm. I think I'm doing really well, but I'm not really getting very many. <laughs> if you're just listening to this, this cat. Hi is now on please don't attack my face the cat is on the chair behind chris just staring <laughs> at him all right hey, that'll be blocked, a great thumbnail for this. this is yeah that's interesting a, yeah okay this is why i have a dog this is why i this, don't have any pets yeah this don't is why jump. you have a dog the dogs are more disruptive than kittens that is true Actually, well, maybe not a kitten but puppies kittens disruptive okay, maybe the cat is now just sitting on the back oh, of the chair behind okay now it's climbing up my shoulder is she or is she just sitting there oh she no she touched me i definitely <laughs> felt the power leave 
All right. <laughs> He's over there now. Oh, there we go. Let's see what happens. All right. So okay. I think we keep going. All right. So your goal when you your your goal after a while is 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 five minutes. I want five minutes of just like really like a great set because yeah. a five minute set is what you would do like if you were maybe um yeah. A five-minute set, hopefully you would get on video and you would send it to a club and you'd be like, I could do mm. five minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that so when I so after a while of of like just telling these stories, I realized like some of these I'm not getting as many laughs as I think I am. Mm. And watching it on video or listening to it on like my voice memo was like there are times on stage where I would be like, that joke got a really good laugh. Mm. Then I'd go back and listen to it and be like, oh, it oh, it didn't. Mm. I was wrong. Or Di would be in the audience and she'd be like, I don't think that joke got the laugh you thought it did. <laughs> and I would be like, yes, it did. It slayed. It slayed. <laughs> and then I would go back or watch a video and be like, oh, it didn't really. It didn't. And uh, our my, I, I think this is a pretty common term, but my friend, our friend, our friend Isaac Woody, who's a comedian, calls it laughing years. Mm. You think like, and I, I get it, man. You kind of like, I do it today. I'll, I'll tell a joke and then I'll listen like if anyone mm-hmm. and and one person's laugh somehow gets in your head as being like a lot of laughs, mm. you know? So anyway, so um, because I had all this material that wasn't really getting a laugh, I had to like start like really like cutting out the parts that weren't getting a laugh. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd like tell a story and and just be like, well, this whole section is not getting a laugh. So if I delete it, does the story still make sense between the two laughs? Because you really want to get like a laugh every 10 seconds, Mm. at least at the beginning of your set. You know, like as you go further, you can have longer times, spans without Mm. laughs. But Mm -hmm. at the beginning you want, I mean like, so you're talking about a five minute set, you want to have like six laughs a minute kind of on average. And that's really hard. Mm -hmm. So now, so just to kind of speed us up to where we talk about how to write a joke, you want to get five minutes and then you want to get 10 minutes of material and then 15 and then 30 and then you want to be a headliner would be an hour Mm. okay so now let's say i'm working on a new bit i've got um i got a i've got um uh, if i i'll have an idea for a joke i'll just be walking around or driving or whatever i'll either think of a story or i'll think of something that's funny and i'll just put it in my phone i Mm -hmm. just got to note this as jokes and just like like let's see what i got right now um come on oh they had popcorn and pizza for their american barbecue like i just wrote that down that was just about i was in tokyo and they were they were promoting this american style barbecue and when i got there all they were serving was uh pizza and popcorn Mm. which is awesome uh i was in uh, this says arkansas was making fun of oklahoma i was in arkansas Mm -hmm. and people there were making fun of oklahoma the way that we make fun of people in Arkansas, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I just thought was funny. Um, and oh, here's a comment or a joke, a line I wrote: "When your mom's friend is your only Facebook comment." Yeah, and that is about some jokes that I have posted recently, where the only comment was from a friend of my mom, <laughs> which that's very funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. just just kind of fragments, just yeah, just like pieces frag- yeah. of ideas. Yes. that you're trying to yeah come back to at some point and kind of turn into actual jokes exactly yeah yeah so then like when i sit down to write and i write every day 
I just will ride it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, uh, the, the, the way I have found jokes the funniest have been when I'm driving and I talk them out. Mm. Like, I, like I'll just be in the car and just be like, I think it's funny whenever like you, like you post something on Facebook and then you get a notification and it's like, oh, somebody commented on it. That's a big deal. Okay, let me you go see it. Oh, it's my mom's friend, Sheila. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that doesn't feel as good as it did before. Mm-hmm. So just kind of talk it out like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then see if there's anything at, to it. at some point, I'll just write it all down mm-hmm. and then I'll just start looking at it. And if I feel like any of it's funny, I'll start asking myself like, where, what can I cut here? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think I should go back one. Um, pretty early on, I learned that when you're looking at a subject that you're trying to make a joke out of, there's some pretty simple questions to ask. Like, ask yourself, I, I wrote it down actually here for the podcast and I had it right here. Let's see. Uh, what is embarrassing about this? What's annoying about this? What's hard about this? What's weird about this? What's scary about this? What's stupid about this? Mm. Right. So I have this bit that I've been working on for a long time about how I went to Ikea and online they said that they had 16 of this one item in this one spot in the warehouse where you go and you pick it up. And I walked over there and they had zero. Yeah. And so like you could ask yourself like, what is stupid about this? What's stupid about this is that they have this really like what appears to be excellent system that doesn't work. And so when I went to ask the the customer service guy, like, hey, do you have this? And then he looked on the same system I looked at and said, yes, we have 16 in the spot that I had just looked. Then it's just like, okay. Yeah. So what is stupid about this? Well, and so he he said, he I, I said, well, I drove four hours to get here to like to to buy this. And he goes, I probably should have probably should have checked first. And I was like, where would I have checked? And then he's He's like, we would have, you would have gone online. I was like, I did that. And he goes, I see your problem. Yeah. So yes, like that's stupid. Like that's what's stupid. About it. Yeah. So if you can identify one of those things for me, then I, I just r- will write it out, delete everything I can that isn't funny, and then see, do I have anything here? Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I have at least like one good laugh, that's something. Mm-hmm. And so then from there, I'll take the joke to an open mic. I'll try it out either as a one offer or try to put it into something if I have other material that's related. Mm-hmm. And then if it if it does well at the open mic two or three times, I put it into my set. I just try to find a place for it. I So one of the things that I, I think I struggle with the most is, um, and I think it's kind of just because I've always, the audience has always known who I am. Because you worked perform- at a church. When I worked at a church, it's kind of a bubble where it's like, it's... Mm-hmm. it's most of the same people that you're performing to every time. And so you just, you, the moment you take the stage, you feel the rapport that you've built over the years with people that like, okay, they, they're they're They know where I'm, they're they know bored. what I'm about. Yeah. They know what I'm, where I'm coming from. Obviously in a world where you're, if, you know, go to do and a show no. and no one knows who the heck you are. Yeah. How do you find, how do you find like a connection point where they care what you have to say, or like, sometimes I feel like, you know, some of my material is about, you know, myself or about things that I've, my relationship with my wife or whatever. And sometimes I just feel like, why would anybody care about what I have to say about me? Yeah. Uh, And, and if it, like getting to that connection point, 
is something I feel like I, I, I really want to work on in this next year and get better at that. So let's look at, so I opened for Kevin Nealon. Yeah. No one is there to see me. I'm right. not even on the bill. Right. So they, as far as they know, they're going to get to the show and Kevin Nealon's going to take the stage and it's going to be great. Yeah. Well, that's not super beneficial for Kevin Nealon yeah. because there's a reason we call comics warmups, like, yeah. like an opener or a feature to warm you up to laughing. It mm-hmm. takes a little bit. Yeah. And so having someone like me come up and get people going is really helpful. So I take the, so they, you know, they make the announcement before we have Kevin, please give it up for Drybar Comedian, Adam Bush. Mm-hmm. I take the stage and nobody knows me right at all. So it's two ways to get people on board. Number one, be funny. Yeah. Just be funny. Yeah. Come out. That's, that's a, that is a place I'm trying to kill. Yeah. Right. So I'm doing my best material. My opening joke needs to be a great joke mm-hmm. that gets people laughing. Uh, and then number two, get people like me. And I don't think people like think about that enough, mm, mm-hmm. but um, you, you, you can't, everybody can't be Bill Burr who is yeah, like, yeah. we all like Bill Burr and he's, you know, a, just kind of abrasive. He's abrasive yeah, and yeah. kind of a jerk and he's really opinionated. Yeah. But if you like Bill Burr now, you're just like, yeah, that's him. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. About him. You, it's hard to do that when you're just starting. Yeah. You really need to. Well, and he didn't start there either. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know like his trajectory or whatever, but yeah. So playing to my strengths. Well, maybe he did. Now that I think about it. Maybe he know. did. Maybe yeah. he did. I know stylistically, I read, I was reading this thing about where he started off doing more like one-liners and two-liners and, and, and he's kind of grown into doing more like these longer, like kind of stories and yeah. all this kind of stuff. So that's how he's evolved. But I don't, he may have been just as like opinionated before. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm sure there was some sense of that in his set, but for me, like half the battle is just people being like, Oh, I'm, yeah, I would right. like to hear more yeah. of this guy. Yeah. Smiling. Yeah. Um, being fun. Yeah. Um, not, not being, um, uh, not being a jerk. Yeah. It's not, not being a jerk. And a lot of comics really are jerks like, yeah. on stage just because yeah. they think it, you know? Well, yeah, I, I get it. I, I feel like you want to be, you want to say things that they're not expecting. Yeah. And sometimes that comes out as, you know, aggressive language or, or, you know, saying things in ways that like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I feel that. Um, I heard this joke from from a, a young comic who uh, he said, I'm married, but I don't wear a wedding ring in case I meet the one. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Well, it's fine. That's, I don't wear a wedding ring. That, yeah, I don't wear a wedding ring either. But uh, you're just like, I hate th- this guy wants to cheat on his wife. Yeah, right. You're even if his next joke was really funny. Yeah, I just I don't I'm not for you. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. Re- like that yeah. is a big part of it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So so to, how do you get people, how do you get people on board with you? It's just like be funny. Yeah. And I heard early on that just like all that matters is if you're funny. Like mm-hmm. in regards to like. Um, just be funny. Just be funny. Be a funny comedian. I was I, I was hosting an open mic the other the other day, and there were two newer guys there, and they were like, "We're we're new. You got any you got any tips for us?" Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Be funny. Mm-hmm. Say funny jokes, mm-hmm. and don't go over your time." That's another thing that's mm-hmm. not for here. But yeah, yeah. So I think. Uh, do you feel like that's? 
I mean, I feel like that's of course be funny, but that's what's like, that's hard. Um, is there a way to break that down even more of just like, because what's funny to some person isn't funny. Like that joke you just referenced this guy with, yeah. oh, I don't wear a wedding. That's him trying to be funny. Be on- You have to be honest about whether or not your jokes are, 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 are hitting. You just have to be honest. To, whether or not they're what? They're hitting. They're doing well. Oh, hitting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So like you, I've just seen, I've done it too. You see yeah. so many guys get on stage yeah. and and do five minutes right. and then get off stage and be like, that, that was pretty good. And I'm thinking, I don't know if you were at the same show right. that yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, at, yeah, yeah, yeah. but no one was laughing. Yeah. And there is something about being on stage where you can, it's, really easy to think that everyone's like i don't know what it is it's interesting and i feel like i always go the opposite direction you, yeah you do you, you do and that's that would that's a real talent yeah to, yeah to be mm. able yeah that's why recording yourself just with your phone just so yeah. you can watch it yeah and or with i i do audio because i'm not going to use the video you know what i wonder if that is too like i like i have had the privilege of being a part of productions and things that yeah. have have done really well yeah. in like a large group or like like a big auditorium or something yeah. like we've done things for you know 2500 people or whatever uh-huh. that just really were really funny and like so I, I maybe i know what that sounds like to have like a room of that many people like laughing and yeah. like really enjoying themselves yeah. so maybe for someone who's starting out they don't really have anything to compare it to yes so it's like oh i heard like three people laugh so that went that went really well right or i heard a couple chuckles in this so it's like oh that's that's good another thing that you you got early on that both gary and i experienced too is we would read like when we worked at the church we would when we wrote a funny script we would read it in front of like 10 people sure yeah and if they're laughing yeah then like I should say, if they're not laughing, you're right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. plus, we had a boss who yeah. was, who is very keen on humor. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. would don't just cut that. We yeah, would just yeah, yeah. feel it. Yeah, and we had this brain trust of people. Yeah, most most comics, right? Either uh, they they don't do that because they because they don't have a, a group, or they they don't do it even with one person, mm-hmm. or they don't listen. Mm. So yeah, so actually, the way I would say it is like. They're not doing their comedy in front of somebody else before. Mm-hmm. You don't always if if you're always going up and always doing an open mic and like all the time, yeah. your your spouse is going to get tired of you. Like, yeah, I don't, I just don't have time to tell every joke to die. Yeah, but at the beginning, I did, mm-hmm. and I, I, you have to listen mm-hmm. because it is too easy to say, "Oh man, when I did that before, it killed." Oh yeah, yeah, and you just got to be like, "All yeah. right, you don't like it." There have been a couple of times where like die. I did a joke and I was like, they did like that joke. I didn't, I didn't like that joke. They, mm-hmm. they, but man, that is few and far between. Right. Yeah. 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 So listen to those people. So, yeah, so good. take your premise, write it out, see where you can cut the fat, do it for somebody. Say, do you think this is funny? And then, you know, whether or not based on how they respond, take it on stage, record yourself and, and then be honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, that's that's kind of how that's I a, do it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good start. Yeah, how, I mean, you're you're asking stuff like you never write a joke or whatever, but like, yeah, yeah, like when you write a joke for like even for like Steven Stevens to do, yeah, uh, what are, are you? How do you? How do you actually write it? Yeah, um, 
it's all just, I think it's all just finding connection points. So I usually try to think of a visual thing because it's, I don't know, video is a visual medium. So I'm trying to think of something that will visually look funny. Um, and then like, for instance, um, well, like the hot tub video I did. Yeah. You did recently. a video where Steven Stevens was in, a hot, in tub a hot tub doing a Tinder video. Right. So, so just the fact that he's in a hot tub is already visually interesting more than just me standing there looking into the camera. Yeah. So I've also noticed that like, you're pretty good at the details of like, like Steven Stevens always wears a gold chain Yeah, in the hot tub, still a chain. Yeah. 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 Which is silly. The gold chain is kind of the only thing that I'm like, he will always have like, that's okay. his like main. He thinks, yeah. Thing it, he'll always have. And then of course, visually with you without a shirt on, that's just, that's awesome. Yeah. That, everybody wants to see that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's probably why that video did so well. Um, <laughs> that's, I mean, that video did pretty well. No, it did do well. But like the steam from the, you know, it's just it's all, a lot yeah. of visual things to, yeah. to look at. So it's like, okay, well, I've got, I, I know I have something good if I feel like, okay, there's a real good visual base. Then the fact that it's a blow up hot tub was just another thing that just also is interesting and different than what you would expect to see. Yeah. Um, and also feels a little more lame. No offense, Gary. Uh, <laughs> it, when you think about a hot tub, he's like, oh, of course, Steven has an inflatable hot tub because yeah. that just feels a little I mean, of course, than- Gary has an inflatable <laughs> hot tub. But yeah. it's, 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 it's so, yeah, it's so Gary because it's, it is a hot tub. Yeah. It's inexpensive. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it makes perfect sense. Like, yeah, of course. And you can put it away you can put the- it away. In the summer, like, yeah. But, like, that's a really good example of, like, Gary has an inflatable hot tub. Like, if you see it and you're like, that's kind of, like, it might even make you laugh. You don't really know why. But if you ask yourself, what is weird about this? Yeah. What's weird about it is you can put it in the closet. Yeah. (laughs) That's, so that's, so that's a kind of a good example. It just has a a ring of, like, being cheap. Yes. You know, so I think that's what I (laughs) gravitated. Just trash it, Gary. (laughs) I think it's smart. And, yeah, and yeah, hey, yeah. that's a good joke too. Like, yeah. you know, my only regret is I didn't buy it sooner. Yeah, right. It's kind of a misdirect. A misdirect there. on what you think someone would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I'm looking for things that are just a little off uh, that are like, oh, that's a weird. And then I try to say things in a way that's maybe a little different than how you would normally say something or whatever. Um, but yeah, so I'm, st- I'm trying to just stack the visuals on top of, yeah. of, then coming up with clever things to say that would be trying to, uh, you know, get a date with a, with a woman. Yeah. And I think this is a good, um, exa- you're, what you're talking about is a good example in, in movie making, it's called plussing it up. Mm. Like, well, how can I, how can we make this, how can we plus up this scene or this mm. line? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How can we make it better? Yeah. And so you're doing it mostly visually, yeah, like yeah. How yeah. can it like? Well, like, a box of wine again oh, yeah. is just something that sounds a little cheaper than a bottle of wine. But, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it just it all those things are working together to create this image of this the guy fact that he thinks it's nice, who thinks he's like killing it. Yeah, thinks like these are amazing ideas. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I have kind of a baseline formula of like I always want to start with something visual, just because on TikTok it's you want to grab people like within the first two seconds. And that's why I stopped introducing myself as Steven Stevens. Um, I just try to get right into something that's going to kind of grab you. Yeah. 
Um, and so I need an opening thing and then, and then a little bit of like a setup with a, with, with kind of a, with, with a punch and then, and then like another little, I don't know, little break where I'm setting you up for like the big final. Yeah. And you I guess what I'm trying to say is, and then I'm into like my main big final reveal, reveal joke. Yeah. Um, so, so I tried to basically do about three, three hits there, three big hits. And on top of just anything visual that you would see that would be funny. So you've got, and it's nice because since you're doing this on video, you've got like the opportunity, you have a literal, you can have a literal reveal. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. Can, like yeah. I've seen a physical reveal where you move the camera up or. Oh sure. Yeah. If I've got something on my head something. or something, I'll kind of. Oh yeah! Frame it low and then kind of reveal what's or, in my head. Or like when you did the one where you're kind of mimicking Maverick from Top Gun, you mm. said at the end, like you had kind of a funny tie-in at the end. Or yeah, like, is that where I said? Basically, what I'm saying is, if you're looking for a wingman, or if you're looking for a wingman, there, Maverick, call me Goose. Is that yeah, what that's it was? What, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I. I thought this would be a funny. I, I see a lot of similarities between like what you're. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all humor comedy right sure but like there's definitely like i mean you're trying to keep yours tight so like anything that's oh not, yeah you're trying yeah. to keep a a laugh or an interesting and i've heard nate bergazzi say that before if i'm not saying something that's funny i'm going to say something that's interesting, interesting. Yeah. yeah yeah so and maybe right at the end we'll end this with like some like quick tips on writing comedy but i thought this would be fun like uh with, with the with the questions that you, with the with the idea of a premise and then the questions what's embarrassing what's annoying what's hard what's weird um, about this subject um, I was trying to write a joke about being born with cancer mm. like that's just a fact mm. I was when I was a kid when I was a baby I was born mm-hmm. with cancer so the questions being uh, what's just it doesn't even have to be funny. What's embarrassing? What's annoying or hard or weird or scary or stupid about that? Mm-hmm. So, like, what are some th- like I'll, th- I'll ask you and then I'll ask Gary. What's so? I think the ones that would work here are like, what's weird about being born with cancer? What's scary about being born with cancer? Or what's stupid about being born with cancer? I mean, obviously, the scary. What's scary about being born with cancer? Less so, less so scary for you, but more scary for your parents. Yeah, is obvious. Um, what was it again? Uh, what's, what's what's weird? What's scary? What's stupid about being born with cancer? It's interesting to like where my mind goes is like more into what's like saying what's weird about it almost feels funny because it's like because the stakes are so high. Yeah, like it's like a life or death thing to yeah. be like talking about what annoys you about it or like what's weird or what's yeah. like. You know, you don't think about, you know, it's kind of annoying is that I have to do, I don't know what it is, but yeah. like, like, um, that's interesting to me. Yeah. Like in light of it being this really big, dark thing. So if I'm writing a joke, I might just write that down. Yeah. Like, even though it's not, not specifically funny yet. Yeah. Right. Just write it down. Yeah. Might spark something later. Sure. So a couple I came up with, I was born with cancer. Uh, <laughs> this is such a dark joke, but um if you're like oh that baby is born with cancer so cute he's dying <laughs> okay if you're just listening chris just closed his eyes <laughs> yeah 
but that is what's weird yeah this person is was born and they're immediately dying yeah it's like this 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 life coming into the world with a very on their serious, way out yeah yeah, yeah. right which yeah. then i thought that's every baby i mean honestly yeah yeah, yeah. everybody's on their way out yeah as long as it's, the, see, yeah see yeah yeah so there might be something there but the another thing i thought of was i was born with cancer and what's what's hard about it is it's not a great start yeah that's funny you're just immediately yeah at a disadvantage yeah 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 so the joke that i've been doing that that has worked is i was born with cancer which isn't a great start yeah that's and really that cool. has so that's a good example of like yeah, following yeah, yeah. that out yeah, yeah yeah even through the parts where you're like yeah well i think even like sometimes there's things that you're trying to say that maybe you could say it in a really dark way but then if you can find a way to say it in a way that's just a little more palatable, you'll find that it's actually funnier. Uh, like that's part of the challenge of like, how do I say this in a way that actually people can hear it? Yeah. And like what you were just described, I think is a, that's not a great start. Yeah. That's not a, a funny way of saying you're kind of born with a death sentence in some ways. I mean that, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's, yeah. a, that's another yeah. good one. And you're not going to start with that joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. only going to work. Yeah. If you're, if, if, you're just like in the middle of something. People know you and like you, or you're in the middle of a set where people have started to like you, or like you, you, you're moving in that direction, mm-hmm. and you know you can kind of. So another one I I that's kind of in the same vein because I've been working on a lot of jokes about how odd my body is, and and cancer is a big part of that. But um, when I've told you guys this before, when I was diagnosed oh and this is a good thing for 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 joke writing let's say you have that joke you have one joke that you're doing ask yourself anything else that happened around this Mm. not is there anything else that's funny did anything else that happen around this Mm. one of the things that happened around them finding out that i had cancer is when the doctor diagnosed me he gave me a 98.6 percent chance that i would die okay so what what's weird about that Mm -hmm. one thing that is weird is the like why not just 98 percent? like is is what's the difference between saying 98 and 98.6 mm-hmm. it's not worse yeah it's very specific it's very specific no i, I think, think it is worse it, it <laughs> is worse. that precise i know it's like <laughs> yeah yeah is it like you know what i mean like is it like if i had a 98 percent chance would that be like oh I'm well, no it's comforting yeah exactly and so uh and so asking myself, like, what is weird about that can bring out some jokes. And, and the joke that I do the most is, uh, you know, is the 0.6 necessary? I'm yeah. not, you know, I think yeah. th- there's something there. So, yeah. It's awesome. couple of tips. Just if you're writing jokes, we'll wrap it up with this. A couple of tips. Adam, give us your top five tips for write, writing jokes. Here's, my, here's my, my top five tips on writing jokes. These are off the cuff, but they're things that I'm living right now. Um, number one, give a joke a shot. Mm. Yeah. If you do it once and nobody laughs, just try it again. Uh, you say there's a 98.6 chance that there's a 98.6% percent chance it's not going to work again, but Wait, you said, give it a shot. So you're saying, I'm sorry. I haven't said give it a chance or give it a chance. You're saying, try the joke. If it doesn't do well, try it again. Try it again. So give it two shots. I would say, give it three shots, three shots, give it three shots. Okay. Yeah. Give it three shots, and if if you uh, if it dies, like you're saying a joke that you really like. Yeah, yeah. If it's something you like, I don't really like this, but maybe it would work. And then you tried it, and it didn't work. 
You'd continue to do that? <laughs> well, why would I tell a joke I don't like? <laughs> okay, you know what? Number two, tell jokes you like. Write jokes that you think are funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, give it give it three shots. Yeah. give it. I would say give it three shots. I didn't come up with that. I heard Neil Brennan say that, who um, co-created The Chappelle Show. He's a great comedian. Yeah. Give it three shots. Okay. I and do then, the same when I start any TV series. I go, I'll give it three episodes. Is that true? Yeah. I've heard the three episodes to get, yeah, let a, let a show get to the third episode because. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, it's a lot to ground Se- to cover. Seinfeld has a great joke about that, how everybody's just like, you got to watch my show. The first four seasons are great. Yeah. But then there's a couple episodes yeah. right there at the end. You're going to really love them. <laughs> Season three is when we really got it figured out. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Give a joke, give a joke three shots. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, the second thing I would say is, uh, I, I said, write what you know, but just to be more specific, uh, write things that only you can write. Mm. So it doesn't mean that you, you can't write jokes about dating or traveling or yeah. whatever every comedian talks about. Getting older, getting married, getting older, getting married. It's not that you can't write jokes about that. Sure. Yeah. You, you can do that, but there are things that only you can write about. Yeah. And so the things that only I can write about um are i had cancer yeah um i uh have a couple of going to jail experiences um i have my specific life of growing up in louisiana yeah not that no one ever right i think it's like you write your point of view yeah about Uh, the things that you right yeah that make you unique yeah right so i heard a guy recently say uh, that he he retired from the Navy. Mm. And he's like, but I don't want to be known as the Navy guy. Mm. Be known as the Navy yeah, guy. Yeah, right. Because nobody else can write jokes about being in the Navy. Yeah. I yeah. created a puppet show. Nobody else has created a puppet show. Like, write jokes about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Find those unique things about yourself. All right, so we got, uh, hmm. uh, give a joke three shots. Write your unique perspective. Uh, three, we talked about it, but just as hammer at home, be honest with yourself about the jokes. Are you just making an excuse? That joke usually kills. Oh man, this audience sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, j- be honest. Yeah, if, don't blame the audience. Don't blame the audience. Every once in a while, you get a weird show, mm-hmm. but it's not the norm. Mm-hmm. So be honest and dump it if it's not working. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, number four, um, prepare well mm. before you go on stage or perform or try to pitch it to someone. A joke, even if it's like I've got this joke that I'm trying to pitch to my spouse, like write it out the way mm-hmm. that you write it out. Give it a get get to know it somehow to give it a shot. I can't tell you how many times I've said to Diana, "What do you think about this joke?" And she wasn't in the right frame of yeah, mood yeah, or what I didn't say it well, and she's like, eh, "I don't know," and it really killed my momentum. Yeah, right. But then when I went back and sit down and tried it again, like, oh, I just didn't give it. Like, well, I, I think it goes back to how fragile jokes are. Like, there's a lot of things that have to be right for a joke to work. True. Yeah, like I, you see this on SNL or whatever. Like, you can see like sometimes they're going to say a joke, and if they just like stumble over a word, yeah. It ruins like the joke. It does yeah. not get as good of a laugh because it's just a little distraction. You think it's just a little stumble over a word. They had to repeat the same word twice. Like, what's yeah. the big deal? But it can it, it can ruin a joke. So I've done. I've fallen into that trap where I've just kind of tried to off the cuff kind of pitched a joke. Yeah, it's just like, well, you're kind of rambling, and so then and you got to remember, people are not where you are mentally exactly, right now. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, last thing is write every day. Write every day. That should be number one. Write 
every day, right? Every day. Um, at a minimum, I write for 30 minutes a day. Yeah. And so if I'm going to bed and I did not write today, I'm going to be up for 30 more minutes. Yeah. Write every day. Um, I heard Seinfeld say this one time, and it is totally true. People would say, I didn't write today, but tomorrow I'm writing all day. Mm. Nobody writes all day. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Yeah. It yeah, is yeah. very, very rare. I mean, I am talking about the only times I have written all day is whenever like I waited until the day it was due. Yeah. And, yeah, and now yeah. I'm talking about a nine to five job. Yeah. And yeah. Like, I don't have a nine to five job. So I can yeah. come up with a million excuses why I'm not going to write today. Yeah. But write for 30 minutes every day. So good. And that is my TED Talk. Powerful words. A powerful from word Adam from Bush. Adam Bush. And listen, if you'd like so to buy good. my so five good. tape series <laughs> on how to write a joke, uh, three installments of $69.95. There it is. All right. Anything else you want to leave them with? That was wonderful. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. I can tell from your <laughs> riveting. Um, no, that was great. I was, I, I was learning from stuff for that from that as well. That was great. I, you know what's funny? Most of this I learned from you. Oh. Yeah. So it may oh. do you want to do it again and we can <laughs> Yeah. Maybe I just need to be reminded of some things. No, I I mean no, you were good. I mean you've been writing so much longer than I have. Sure. And I mean I learned so much comedy from you when I when I started working with you. And then we're just in a season now where you're doing so much more acting. Yeah. And I'm doing so much more stand up. Yeah. And I just finished I just finished my special, so I'm trying to write a new hour. Yeah. So this yeah, is yeah, yeah. a big part of my life right now. Well, I just don't I don't have as much experience writing stand-up jokes which i i feel are they're similar but it's still different yeah um, i i think i'm still just trying to find my voice and my groove when it comes to stand-up um and i think characters are going to have a big part in that so it's still just kind yeah. of like kind of figuring out how this all works together and if if there was a, a six tip for today i would say find yourself a buddy mm-hmm. and i don't mm-hmm. mean you don't have to chris and i rarely sit down and like actually write together. Yeah. Um, but we do brainstorm a lot or or throw ideas, throw ideas each other. out. And yeah. that's the same thing. Yeah. I, I might call you up and be like, what do you think about this? Do mm-hmm. you think this is funny? Or when we went over to your house to help you with the Swan Brothers show, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but find yourself a buddy that you trust. Yeah. And doesn't just say everything, but has some ideas and, totally. and has a good back and forth. Yep. Gary, you have any tips about helping your friends with writing jokes? I mean, if I was writing a joke, I would definitely rather fail in front of you two than an audience of, you know, 15 or 20 people. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing was worth that note right there. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Better And better to fail in front of a couple than, I don't know, anyone. A, a bigger, that's, a, that's the purpose of an open mic. Most of the audience yeah, right. is, is comics. Yeah. And so when you don't do well, nothing goes over then yeah one more tip oh my gosh they keep coming if you're listening to this and you are a comic and you go to open mics and you don't prepare anything Mm. you sit there for three hours and then you go on stage for five minutes and you've not prepared anything you are wasting your time yeah sounds like you're wasting everybody's time yeah you're wasting everyone i mean i guess you're right too but like those five minutes are valuable Mm -hmm. it is um, for most of us the first time we get to actually see is this going to get a a, a response Mm -hmm. prepare some dang jokes yeah 
Well, is the temptation that people think, oh, I'll just kind of get up there and wing I'm it. Just I'm pretty funny. There. I'll get up there and yeah, just kind of like, yeah, or like, see oh, what I didn't happens. have any time to write this week. Yeah. Just like, just do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. And, or if you're like, oh, I'm just doing this for fun. Yeah, whatever. Do whatever yeah, you want. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Adam's, Adam's, uh, Adam's comedy tip. Hey, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming to the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We appreciate all of the support. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. It's not an, that's a understatement. Yeah. Mm. We really appreciate it. Um, like and subscribe. Oh, somebody's Ooh. home. <laughs> it's my mom. Somebody's home. <laughs> like and subscribe. Share with your friend. Uh, if you don't mind on Instagram or TikTok or wherever you share this stuff. If you want to follow me at Hey Adam Bush on Instagram and TikTok. Follow my pal Chris here, Chris Munch Comedy at uh, Instagram and Instagram, TikTok. TikTok, YouTube. Yeah. Order a cameo from Chris. Or cameo. Yeah. yeah. Have us come to your place and do a show. That'd be so fun. That'd be so fun. Give us a call. Send us a direct message. Uh, this is Adam and Chris and Gary on the mic. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Bye.